I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Heather? Hello. You trying to show me up today? <laughs> I'm trying to show myself up. You looking like a million dollars walking in here to the studio. I thought we agreed to just look like trash from here on out. Yes. And you failed me. New season, new me. Oh God. Did Barbie inspire you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you look you look like in my target dress. Yes, like aquatic, beautiful Barbie today. Oh, I haven't gone on to like see any of those things where you can like make yourself into a Barbie. I did or that yesterday. Yourself. Oh, okay. which is probably uh, why, the way I do today. Makeup. Literally did the AI Barbie check. thing. Hair so check. That everybody has my information. Outfit check. Yeah. Well, you look stunning. Oh. This heat is not affecting you. I uh, am going is. mentally. It is. <laughs> It is. Do you feel that you way? Can't see is, yeah. I described it to someone the other day. I said, it's like when you're in wintertime in a cold climate and you're super depressed because you can't go outside because yeah. it's so freaking cold, but it's the opposite. And I'm just sitting in my house looking outside being like, I don't understand. Why can't we go out there? Oh yeah. Because we would literally burst into flames. Yeah. Death. We did a, a big adventure yesterday and went to PetSmart <laughs> and Chick-fil-A and we all almost died. <laughs> Yeah. And then we came home and that's been pretty much daily we too, life. We too did the same thing. I mean, even just to get out of the house, we, we went to our favorite place where I love to get, you know, mold spores and dust um, in my face, the oh, antique mall. you went to the antique mall? Well. In the summer? I, it was a recommendation of my I husband. Did, I went to I wasn't mad. You went too. Why didn't we run into each know. other there? But if you think about it, it's kind of like a free activity. It is. Because you don't always find something and it's air conditioned kind of. Mm -hmm. But we did one hour, okay? One we, hour? One hour inside the antique mall. And by the time we were leaving, my two-year-old is going, one? mommy, I'm hot. Wait, because you need like seven hours in there? Is no, I know exactly what booths I like. And I park at the door I need to and I walk in. I spend probably... Four minutes there. Were you trying to entertain a toddler in air no, conditioning? No, I would never take a toddler minutes. to the antique mall. Also, a second thought. Glad you're bringing that up. I looked at my husband and I was like, um, "We are the only idiots yeah, that bring a toddler." In I'm here. on. Yeah, that's that's actually ridiculous. All this to say, she's looking at me and she says, "Mommy, I'm hot," and yeah. I am so empathetic to my child. And I, all I said was, "Everyone's hot, Madeline." And I was like. Mommy's a little snippy today. That's so it's your affecting fault. me. You it brought is. her there. That, I know. I'm, that's on yeah. you. I'm sorry. Get in the car and go to PetSmart. Look at all the animals you can't buy <laughs> and go home. Wait, this is a great idea. Where it were can you? Backfire. Where were it can you? backfire on you though. You'll bring home a dog that you find out is a great No, because there's all these weird, like these little, um, like hamsters and parrots oh, and all no. those things at geckos. Hell no. Mm -mm. no. Okay. So real quick, I just wanted to play like a little fun game or ask you a few questions as we it. round out summer, head into our favorite season. Favorite season. Um, what do you have? I'm going to say two to three. It can be one to three. It can be okay. whatever. Okay. Things that you got into over the summer that kind of surprised you. Like not you're like, what, who is this person? Yes. Oh, Actually, this couldn't it. be more fitting because yes, anyone who knows me obviously knows my love and affinity for wine and champagne to which I cannot partake in right now. Yeah. So I have become like kind of a mocktail queen, oh. kind of passionate about it. It will not continue post this season. Like I'm just telling you, I'm not like, a, it's not new year, new me. It's like okay. back to old me as soon as you know, right. like November rolls around. <laughs> but I found this organic jalapeno limeade from Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Uh, Yes. Have you had it? Shout out. No, I've seen it. Uh, is it because I've texted it to you? Yeah, you did. Like, this is you know, amazing. I go through sobriety every three weeks <laughs> and you're so supportive. I am. I'm you here are for so you. Supportive. But all that... my friends are so every Monday. They're like, oh, Heather's back. We love you, Heather. And I'm like, he wants to get drinks. I love my friends. Go ahead. I'm, I mean, again, I am here for you, but I <laughs> 
God damn it. I can't wait to get drinks with you. Anyways, um, this limeade is kind of saving my life right now and uh, throw it over some some rocks with a salted rim. And I oh. knew summer knew me. Yes. And anyways, it is something that was kind of okay. unexpected and I've shared it with everybody. But yes, that's been fantastic. And um, uh, this is so silly, Heather. Did you get anything on Prime Day all those months ago? No. Okay. I got a Remember, little- I like to play full price, <laughs> limited selection. And you like to be stressed. I like to be stressed. <laughs> Might be my favorite quote from the pod <laughs> of all time. Um, $11 like satchel bag that's apparently a knockoff of some designer bag that of course I would have no idea and uh, kind of saved my trip there in July oh. with Colorado and a toddler. The amount of S-H-A-T that I can shove in that thing. And by the way, I spelled it because now my toddler's a genius and I can't say these oh. words in front of her anymore. Um, but the amount of things I could fit in there, it was kind of a lifesaver, hands-free. So that's what's really, those are the absolute it's riveting like things. It's also like a little house on the prairie for you to use the word satchel <laughs> in 2023. But that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to hit you with a few things that have surprised me. And I'll start with the one that's socially acceptable that people will be like, oh yeah. Perfect. And it is, um, it's like bum bum cream. It's like a brand, I think. Heard of it, yeah. And it started off with like, it's like yellow, right? Okay. And I have an almost 12 year old daughter. Yes. So she's all about Sephora. That's like, that's it for her. And we are all in. Like, okay. I dropped some coin at Sephora that for her. Trip. I use that yes. in quotations. And <laughs> I have this body spray, the body wash. We have, every, I mean, we are like investors. Wait, in tell me company. why you love it. It's it like legit smells so good and it's so like the lotion is like it's like feels so good it's a sensory experience it is it's like you kind of feel like you're like wearing like a pina colada like oh, and you're on the beach or up. something okay it, i love it so i need to invest as well bum bum cream whatever and they're gonna sponsor us yes perfect the okay. other two are embarrassing uh, more embarrassing than my satchel yeah okay because I don't know who I am when I say these things. Number I one, I just told you about a mocktail, Heather. Yeah, I don't know who I am either. Number one is somebody named Morgan Wallen. Oh my who god! I first of all, I hate like Nashville country or like new. I don't know. I couldn't tell you a single new because I feel like every country song now is like it's just like got my six pack in yes. my back of my truck. It's 100%. like just the same thing. The worst. Luke Combs. I don't can't even tell you their names. No, but I can't fight. Morgan Wallen, man, so good. I'm going to agree with you on this. Oh, I am mortified. I thought you would not know who it was. I don't know if I want First to. First of all, our guest it. is sitting here like she on can the hardly floor. hold it in. I cannot liter- hold it in. Literally, we might as well have a sheet up in front of her because I she's hardly holding it in right now. I am mortified. My I mean, husband introduced me to this. What? person. And I rolled my eyes over and over and over again until finally that damn song. I don't know which one it is. Well, last night, that's the one that's on the radio. I like how you think I want to know the name of it, but um, yeah, whatever it is. And I'm like, damn it, this is catchy. So catchy. It is catchy. Well, I, my husband like avoided like the play, but yeah, a a couple weeks ago he did. He's coming around. He sent one song through Spotify. That's our like, that's how we communicate. (laughs) Um, and he was like, okay, okay, this is good. Okay, this one song is good. Okay. I told, I told you, Dusty and I are the same person. Yeah. So this is absolutely so that's adding up. Morgan Wallen. Number okay. two is a combination that I like to call Takis and Prime. So Prime is some kind of drink that's like Gatorade that's like really big with the younger crowd. Okay. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> super sweet. It's made with like coconut water, but it's like low calorie too. It's like 20 calories or something. Okay. But it used to be like, I mean, you had to get in the black market. It was like, you couldn't really? find it anywhere. Um, it's God, like $80 a, ca- a bottle, basically. Um, <laughs> and there's no alcohol in it. No, no. Okay. All the kids, I'm out. like all the kids drink it. And then Takis, like they're the spicy, like. It's like a Dorito, isn't it? Yeah. No. But they're like. Wait, this combo is your new like life source? I mean, like. I do. <laughs> so my son and I like it, but like. So I see you're still following that diet that the dietitian yes, helped yes. you with. Thank God that expired. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just could not wait until the day where I could just be like, okay, this has been great. It's been great. If you would have had to type out talkies oh, and pride. My God. So yeah, so that's what I'm at. Okay, we got to stop this because we literally have oh, a guest on God. the floor Thank laughing. Thank God she's and, our friend. And like, it's, it's, I, it's I, too much. 
I've been so excited to have this person on. I'm so glad she said yes. She's not only a friend, but she's also the person that if I had to hire a realtor, I would hire her. 100%. And I tell her that every day. You and I have talked about that yes. off air. We have said, if I needed a realtor, it would be this person. Yeah, for yes, sure. For 100%. sure. So uh, hailing from Garland, Texas, she actually went to UNT, although we all assumed or think she goes to TCU. I'll grandfather in. It's yes. Fine. yes. She studied psychology, which probably is why it makes her such an amazing realtor, um, mm-hmm. as we all know. Um, she thought she actually wanted to go on to become a psychologist, but she realized, just kidding, that's more school. I'll get into sales, as <laughs> one does. To the best of us. Um, and which kind of led into a career in insurance, which... Fun fact, she still technically is a licensed insurance agent, which we said before, I can't even not even tell you what deductible means. No, and it's like we're getting a two for one today then. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Two, two, two experts. Um, so while she's doing that, it's probably going great because insurance is always like everybody needs insurance. So <laughs> That's right. um, it was a really great time to get an insurance, which was, I mean, sorry, get, to get into real estate, which was February, February of 2009. Which was... Yeah. So there was a at, big crash. I don't know if anyone And everybody that. realized that, like, oh, nobody can actually afford the houses that they said they could. Uh-huh. And then Krista was sitting on the sideline. Now you know it's Krista. <laughs> sitting on the sideline <laughs> saying, this is a good time to jump into it. And she did and never looked back. And she has been in the business for 11 years? Ish. Ish. Yes. Yes. Um, 12, no, I'm 12. 13. 13. 13 years. 14. 14. We can do math. We can do math. Let's start over. She's been in the business 14 years, has never looked back. She did join League, our brokerage in 2017, one of the OGs. She has two amazing children about the age of mine and an okay husband. Just kidding. <laughs> like an our amazing favorite. husband. <laughs> And um, her, I would say her joy in life is her family and water. (laughs) And she can explain that more. I've never (laughs) met somebody that just gets more peace and love by being near bodies of water. Oh, So Krista Holbert, everybody's favorite. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad to be here. I do want to clarify my love of water is not drinking it. No, 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 (laughs) no, no. Do not feel the need to stay hydrated. I survive on caffeine uh, mixed with. With alcohol in the evenings. Yes. Um, but I like to sit near water. Yes. Um, and sometimes sit in the water. Yes. 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 Bodies ha- of water. I've got family there. members like this. I actually get it. And it's it's kind of like a house plant that just needs to be near the sun. It's very similar. 100%. You just need to be near it. Yes. Krista, holy crap. I'm so excited you're here <laughs> today. Krista, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Amazing. Segway. Go ahead. We, I, we didn't fight to have you on. I mean, because we knew we were going to bring you on eventually. And I think that this has been the perfect perfect time because obviously we've got a category that you're following into today, but we certainly fought over who was going to read your bio because I'm <laughs> still trying to decide who's known you sooner. And I think it you was have, Heather. No, I, I think you've known her longer. Do you think? I don't know. We'll can oh, get into that too, been, possibly. I mean, yeah. A while. Well, obviously 2017. Yes. I must have come in at 2018 then. You and but I would have been did 2018. Did we know each other before I you can't came? Re- I don't know. That's, I don't it remember. feels like it, Krista. It feels like a lifetime. A lifetime of so friendship. So I actually witnessed. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's not a it's not a true thing. Well, here's the other thing about Krista. She listens to the podcast because mm-hmm. she's I do. a friend. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have mentioned her actually many a times, many times. on here <laughs> um, because she's really good at her job. But you do know, honey, you know how to get on the podcast. And that is to tell a story. Yes. I think you've brought one for us today. Yes. Well, so many options, most of them involving pets and tenants, but, um, <laughs> which we've literally had episodes on because yes. th- welcome to our lives. So, um, it was actually a pretty embarrassing moment. Um, so back in the day in real estate, we did these things called broker opens yes, where, um, you know, agents could come tour the house, like on a Tuesday morning and you'd be like, Oh, I'll have a charcuterie. Um, they're, they've kind of like, that's kind of gone away because we have video and photos, but, um, <laughs> a long time ago. I was having a broker's open and I tend to run five minutes late everywhere. Heather is early. I'm late always. And I am just like plan on me being five minutes late. Me too. So I'm racing to my broker's open five minutes late. You guys late. have a choice and, and you choose this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is. I mean, it's you're not wrong. No, you're Go not ahead. wrong. It's a hundred percent fact. So I'm racing to my broker's open and there is a very well-known power real estate couple um, you know, it's like supposed to start at 10 o'clock and it's 10.03 and they are there right on time, you know, oh, 
my God. military time. My worst nightmare. And I realized at that moment when I pull up and I'm racing out of my car, hey, hey. just a second, um, that I don't have the key. Like I left the key either at my house or the office. I don't know where There's the key no is, way to get but I realized I do not have a key. The amount of breaking and entering stories we have. Continue, so, continue. So I'm like, oh, um, I do know that I can actually go through the dog door and unlock the doorknob handle and get in. So naturally I'm wearing white jeans and I'm like, uh, just one second, just, just got it, forgot the key, but don't worry. I can go through the dog door and they are staring at me like, oh my God, how did you get <laughs> A listing. Who gave you your license? How do you have a job? Also, listener, can we just also say that that just shows you the Polly Pocket size that is in fact Krista Holbrook? Oh, because yeah, she yeah. just shoved herself <laughs> yes. through a doggy door. Okay, continue on, yeah. Krista. Yeah. And so I'm scooting in my, in my white jeans through the dog door, reaching my short arm up to, to unlock the door. And so I finagle the door open, run through the house, you know, like fluff my hair real quick and open the door. I'm like, come on in. And I mean, I thought I was like, they no lights the, are probably on. No, right? like no, no candles there's burning. No food. No there's, food. No, there's no charcuterie. There's not a charcuterie. No. <laughs> I I mean, I'm like, you guys help yourselves. I'm gonna go get the sign out of the car really quickly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's a sophisticated. Were they the only business. ones that came? Other people came, oh, but not right at. Like 10 o'clock. We don't need that. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they had a jam-packed day to get to like professionals. But isn't that when you want to look at them and be like, listen, we're on the same team here. Right. Okay. Do do me a favor. Never, ever show up three minutes after this thing's supposed to start. Give me a grace period of 10 minutes and I'll do the same for you. Yeah. That's kind of where my head goes. Heather's like, no, you just show up on time, idiot. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's have an understanding. My husband would have been like, you should have been there five minutes early. That's right. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of us. (laughs) It's just such a thankless job, isn't it? Just crawling through a doggy Doctor. Krista, I told you when we started, thank you for that story. And thank you for being so candid because again, the amount of times that any of us have had to crawl, mm-hmm. literally get on hands and knees mm-hmm. and get into a property. I don't, I don't I'm even. I'm trying to think about it. I know. I know I'm like, I know what's happened before. Y'all know I fell through a freaking house. I yeah. don't even, it's the same thing. Do you remember yeah. that Krista? First episode, <laughs> yes. season one. Season Go back one. and listen episode kids one. if you haven't heard it. But the fact that you're sharing that and you are so good at your job and you've been doing this for so long, all, all it does for me is just makes me remember that we're all human. Yeah. This stuff is hard and we all had to start somewhere. Yeah. And multiple offers. I mean, so. Oh, for sure. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. So I told you, I didn't want to embarrass you on this, but um, I have to say a few things. I used oh. to, I used a word off, off air a minute ago to which you laughed at, which it, it's funny. Cause I have dubbed you as this. When I joined league, I dubbed you as my mentor. I literally, this is before <laughs> league was actually assigning mentors to people. So in my mind, you are my mentor. I don't know what I would do without you in this industry. Truly you and Heather have had like the oh. greatest impact on me in this absolutely psychotic thing that we call real (laughs) estate. But I have shared a story on this podcast and you are single-handedly, in my opinion, the reason that I sold this listing. Oh my gosh. And I was standing in a property that I had just helped my sellers literally move out of. And I am looking around at something that I know I can't sell and not at, not at a price point that they want me to. We are in trouble. And I am standing in this house with a contractor and I call you. You're the only person I could think to call. I remember this. Okay. I'm literally in a panic and you talked to me through so many solutions as to how to get this oh, thing yes. on the market. Do you remember this? Heather? Well, I think you called me and I was like, I don't know who this is. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heather. No. Heather chooses to help me in some ways and Krista helps me in some We ways. all have those friends. We all have our gifts. I mean, go ahead. But truly it was, it was, you gave me some solutions in that moment. I had, I mean, this was recent. I had already been doing this yes, for seven I years at the time. I, I was yes, not yeah. a baby agent and I still had not been in this situation. And you gave me the tips to literally solve the problem in that moment. And it was, I, I am so forever grateful to you. It's not like oh. it was a million dollar property or anything, but it was so important for me to get this done for my clients. And you, without even hesitation, gave me the answer. And I just, we talk a lot on this podcast about how we all need to work together and how 100%. it is only going to help us. But in that moment, I couldn't have been more grateful for you. So I'm not, not oh. here trying to embarrass you, but seriously, thank you oh. for your help and, always, and always. holding my hand through all of this. Crap. I mean, we all have people <laughs> who have helped us and, right. and continue. Right? right. Like there's just times you walk in and it's overwhelming or 
maybe the answer should be obvious, but it's not. And that's why you need agents you can collaborate with. Do you still have those people like the minute you're just like, I am stumped? I mean, are you yeah, at a point in your you career? Call? Yeah. Who do you call? Well, y'all. Oh, I, call, I mean, you I don't, don't need think to call me. me. I do. <laughs> I call you. I just have to say also, like, <laughs> I've, I've never done this. Well, I've done this. I've been doing this 12 years, and I've only done this once, having to call an agent the day of closing <gasps> and tell them that we are terminating. And it was this girl right here that was the other agent. And that's when you, I almost want to say, and oh, thank God it was like, her. Okay. All right. right. Her brain goes to like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to solve a problem. Actually, what happened, I was... I was at Sonic. Yeah, tell me what actually happened. I was at Sonic getting an iced tea. And, um, you know, we're in a day and age where all we do is text. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. like, oh, yeah. when someone calls, you're like, oh, no. Somebody's died. What's happened? And so Heather calls me. I remember it was like 820 because I just it was dropped my kids off. It was in the morning. I was getting my morning iced tea. And we all Sonic. know what day it is. It's closing day. It's closing yeah. day. And, or the day before. It was, I mean, real close. And I was like, it was the day of for us. Cause I think your sellers had already signed or were going to like, they were going yeah. to sign. Yeah. And I was like, Oh no. So, Oh, that can't be good. She's can't be calling. Good. So I'm like, Hey, <laughs> everything. Okay. <laughs> and sure enough. <laughs> now wait real fast. Hey. Had you had this happen to you before Krista, had you had someone on the day of closing call and say, my buyers are backing out? Probably. Okay. I, I, ha I know for a fact, I have had you have had do to it. do it. I and have had. Well, I guess I've had. It, yeah. And so I do think it's it's helpful when yeah. you've been in that person's shoes. Right. Of like, how would I want this person to respond to me? I know all the ways they could, and they would be completely justified in right. doing so. But like, how? Like the golden rule, right? Like, I could. I mean, like you could be really mad and yell at the person who really has no control over it. Right. right? We're just the messenger. Right. Um. And so, no, I, I have had people do that. And they were like, we'll forfeit our $10,000 earnest oh. money deposit. That's how much we don't want to buy I often house. use the phrase <laughs> worst nightmare. I say that all the time on this podcast. That's our worst nightmare. This one, that one is. Because yeah. that is truly something like to calm down either side, to say this never happens, to, you know, it's just the reality of what we do. But it's, yeah. it is worst nightmare, right? I also think, there are situations where, like, I didn't do this with Heather, but I I had another agent call me one time, and it was it was maybe a, a couple of weeks before closing. But my my sellers were packing, and he's like, "Hey, she's just having second thoughts, and she's going to terminate." Oof. And I was not nice to that agent. I was oh. like, "Um, no, you're not." Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the Krista I know. Yeah. No, you're not terminating. <laughs> uh, no, you signed a contract. Yep. And you are closing on this property. Yep. And I know, I'm sorry that your client is having a bad day yep. and they're having doubts and second thoughts. Sleep on it. But like, we have a house under contract. They are packing and you are going to closing. I freaking <laughs> love this. Please tell me it worked. Please tell me it worked. It did. They <laughs> yes. Of course it did. Why would we doubt that? Krista. But, but, but you also can tell sometimes, right? Right. Like when the person's like, I'm willing to walk away. I'm willing to forfeit a huge earnest money deposit. Right. They're pretty serious. Yes. Whereas this one was like, could we work out the earnest? I'm like, no. Absolutely no, We're not working not. out the earnest. You're going to closing table. This, yeah. Is this not why you love her? Oh, yeah. And this well, is why I would want this bulldog only, in the, in, the only I don't know that he me. loved me. That's fine. Well, That's the fine. only, in this scenario, the only thing that I was like a little bit thankful for is I knew they were going to get X amount of money right. and the market we were in, I was like, and there was like multiple, I mean, like, I was like, okay, like, I hope she can go right back on the market and get it sold, which it to which fine. she probably but did. But if it had it been a fine. 2016 market, uh -huh. you would have, I would have been like, nope, Not uh, happening. where can I pick you up That's and <laughs> handcuff you and take you to close? Yeah. <laughs> so the response also depends on the market, Yeah. right? I mean, like, okay, well, we actually had a, a backup offer for more. Great. Right. Okay. Good news. No, we didn't. Not in that situation. But it could. But it could have been, you know. So speaking of a different market, mm. I, Heather and I are dying to know what <laughs> on earth earth possessed you in 2009 bottom of the market mm. to say you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna leap into that psychotic clown show called mm. real estate I mean we need to hear more about this yeah well I really hated what I was doing <laughs> that's that'll do it, it literally starts off every uh, why'd you get into real estate well I was absolutely I, <laughs> hating my current job hated what I did um 
I was working in downtown Dallas, living. Enough said. Enough said, Krista. So that commute was pretty, pretty brutal. Um, And I had actually been looking into real estate for probably six months. I had talked to several people who were selling real estate and, um, and then I think just probably like um, some overconfidence in myself. I always say that abilities. a little naivety is <laughs> like really naive. Absolutely all yeah. you need to yeah. start a new career. And and so everyone was like, oh, I mean, I don't know that it's the best time. It's like, good time. Me. Everyone kept saying things like it's a really good time to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Like to keep your day job and insurance and benefits and learn. <laughs> and just learn until you can sell something. And, um, but, you know, abundantly confident. And I was like, oh, no, I'm really good at hard things. I've yeah. been in full commission insurance sales for years. I got like, this. I can do this. Yeah. Uh, it was hard. It was. It was. <laughs> yes. How many houses did you sell your first year in real estate? Oh, my gosh. Three? Okay, that's yeah. better than me. I think I sold like two. I sold two, one. Two, three? No, I sold two. You're Actually, right. one of them was such like a God wink. I, he had been an intern at the insurance company that I worked at. And I was a little bit older than him, but by far the youngest person at the office. And so we kind of just became friends. And out of the blue, he called me and was like, hey, we're getting married. And I would love it if you would help us find a house. And I was like, Really? Yeah, me? Are you serious? You trust me? Yeah. And I ended up selling them three houses. <gasps> they now, they moved out of state, but um, we still keep in touch. And that's fantastic. The best. Yeah. We reference this a lot though about, I mean, and, and I want to actually get into some of the details of kind of what we think sets good agents apart from maybe the yeah. rest of the crowd. Because again, Heather and I kind of hold you obviously on a pedestal of we, we you follow the rules, you know what's going on, you're good <laughs> with people. I mean, you, you really are what I think, you know, we all like to align ourselves with. But it does come back to sometimes just being someone who someone else likes or likes yes. being around yeah. and they know that you have a knowledge and there is a little bit of that like I this is going to sound more rude than I want it to but people are a little lazy yeah. so there is a proximity thing right yeah. it's like no I don't have to literally go find someone else right. you're right here we could work together and three sales later like that was yeah. obviously worth that relationship absolutely that was fantastic absolutely. I hate that they moved out of state they were some of my favorite people that is the worst I know can we all just agree yeah. on that yeah. like you've got these great clients they just keep blah 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 and then yeah. bam, they're out of here. You know, they did the sweetest thing though. Um, so they ended up buying eventually in in the state they went to. And they were so sweet on closing day. They called and they were like, we just want you to know that you're like the best realtor. And yes. like, we loved our realtor, but like, we just realized how good you are. Oh my at God. Your job and like how much we loved working with you. And so they're like, we just really want to thank you for all of the other sales. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, I'm going to cry. No, truly. Can I please come back. God. And you know what? This is, that is okay. Not to be that. cheesy, but it is literally the reason we do what we do. Yeah. yeah. And then we do share it and it just feels like, oh, we're just touting our own stuff. But we're like, no, you don't understand. I worked so hard. And then someone told me that they noticed. Right. And and you don't always get that. You right? do not always and that's get okay. that. That's okay. Like I don't need the yeah, accolades, yeah, yeah. but when you get them, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you've brought up a point and I want to hear from both of you again, listener, I'm sitting here with two incredibly seasoned, like top selling producers. I don't so mean I'm not- to be on my phone, but I have like a babysitter at my house <laughs> and she's like, uh, it wasn't even a babysitter, just a tutor, but she's like, your husband's not home. Can I leave? And I'm like, yeah, oh. the kids are fine alone. Listener, I sorry, I took Heather's I'm phone away from her. I'm not supposed to be on her. my phone or watch, but this <laughs> but is like made- child related. She snuck her watch in. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, go ahead. We're just a couple of moms. Just a couple of moms doing a podcast. Gotta deal go. with the kiddos. Edit this out. No go. problem. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was, listener, I'm sitting here with two incredibly seasoned agents who are top producers in not only our brokerage, but in our city. And so I'm just going to sit back and take notes for a while because I do want to ask you guys some questions. And then, Heather, we'll get into kind of the overall category of like why Chris is here today. Maybe. This is but, fun. <laughs> or we'll just, we'll just chat the whole time. But if in talking about why you made a difference and an impact on those people and why they were able to say, hey, you know, we realized you were really good at your job. I want to hear from you guys what you notice either in a transaction with someone else or that you try to do for your clients that are those extra details that make the difference. We all can agree that this is a tough market right now, right? 
Yes. For, yes. for agents, right? And for our clients, mm-hmm. like we might yes. be slow. It's just a weird year. I think I've called it psychotic like a hundred times, but I think that this is also the time where it's like, no, here's the little extra details that I do for you, or here's why you should hire me. But it always comes out so salesy. But what are some of the things that you guys feel are so important or that people should watch for to make sure that they are choosing the right agent when there are 800 million, Heather? Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, we're up to 900 million. 900 million, million nine agents. Billion. With a B, billion. billion. Wow. <laughs> and not to put y'all on the spot, but truly, is there something that comes to mind? I, I mean, I had I had the one that we just talked about, which I was, I was going to share. Off air, we were chatting about that small act of as a buyer's agent, when your client calls you and says they really want to go look at a house, whether it's been on the market a day or 30 days, I think the first thing that the three of us do is pick up the phone, make contact with that other agent, find out if they're working any other offers and kind of find out like what the motivation of that other agent is. And I'm not saying we have to do that every single time, but would you guys agree if it looks like a little prized possession for our buyer, we're going to, we're absolutely doing that. Oh, absolutely. And that is a detail I don't know that every other agent does. Do you guys have any others? I mean, um, I do so much. It's hard to decide. (laughs) So freaking good at my job. I think what um, what y'all will both agree, and Kaylin, you are in this category of what you just called us. Yes, so she is. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, is I think in doing this, the amount of time that we've been doing it, I I realize how emotional and stressful this these process can be. In that, it's not just about these three steps of I show you houses. Then we do the contract. Then we close. There's so much in between. And I'm not going to pretend to be a therapist or, you know, but it's it's really just kind of understanding people and and understanding and respecting them and like the little details that that matter. Like all of us will do. I mean, even just if I, I just had a family move from out of state, don't know a soul here. Even the just the hey, understanding this is putting yourself in their place. Like, I don't know what I would do if I moved to another city or state like what grocery store do I go to right where do I find a play group where do I like just helping them actually like assimilate to their new city or even if it's just I don't know I think I've become more in tune maybe it's because I'm a mom now of like how stressful the situation can be and if absolutely if we're looking at houses and they've got a two-year-old with them like I'll bring some coloring books with me or like, mm-hmm. Hey Maddie, let's go outside and look at the, I'm not going to like steal your child in a, in a normal way. <laughs> you can have her. Hey, let's go, let's go like, <laughs> look at this crazy, look at this, you know, something to give the parents a moment. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's just cause I'm older and a mom now, but it's but, also being a real person. Like just a and, little, I don't know. Yeah. Not just, not just a pretty closing gift, but there's so much that happens in the whole process Agreed. and understanding it's just little things, that yeah. can, you know, like, I don't know. People, it matters to people. It, it does. That you pay and attention. And it's the details. The details. There's a lot more emotional care yes. than I think mm-hmm. people realize. And and it's both husbands and wives or spouses, whatever. Like yeah. I, I find there's always one who is more emotional yes. than the other. Yes. Um, and, and so learning like, what do you need to hear from me? Like right. what, how do I put this in a way that you can receive it? And also always being the calm one. I think that's so yes. important. Like we kind of set the tone, like whatever our disposition is that sets the tone yes. for how they're going to react. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've done deals together. Obviously, Heather, you've done deals with Krista and well, I've- <laughs> Have we ever made it to the- <laughs> Have you made it to the finish line? I don't know if we have. Have we? <laughs> We surely, surely we have. Krista and I had to literally get out the paddles and resuscitate a deal not too long ago. Just the two of us. Uh, thank God it was her. But on that, actually, oh, thank God it was you. No. I mean, <laughs> like ramming my head into the microphone. Um, but even on that deal, Krista would call me, and with even though we're friends, with the utmost professionalism, would share with me concerns that they had, and it was always so valid. And it was to your point, Krista. It was always calm, and even when that deal was very stressful for both of us. Um, you had nothing but poise. And I do feel like that's a detail that, that sets the good agents apart. It, it just, I think it's important if you, if everybody's hysterical, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to go smoothly. And that really is our job to filter. Yes. So even if the buyer, if, you know, if you're representing the, the seller and the, and the buyer is hysterical or the buyer's agent is hysterical, like we can convey the message yes. without conveying the hysteria. 
right? I mean, hundred percent needle pointed on a pillow. Somebody put it yes. on a t-shirt <laughs> because good That's night. My does, new hat. But does that not make the biggest difference in a deal totally you're doing does. with someone? If they are literally a chicken with their head cut off on fire running around and conveying every single thing that their very emotional client said, all it does is just bring the house down. Like we're yes. just, just light the thing on fire because yes. everybody's just going to freak out. But to your point, there's things, and I've told my clients this, like, I'll tell you this story later, but here's what I'm going to, here's what I can share right now, you know, and that's only if they're a friend or something, sure. but you sure. know what I mean? Like, we're just not going to worry about that crap. Yeah. We're just going to focus on the, the prize. Some of those details don't matter. It you doesn't know, matter. Pick out, I mean, like yeah. a lot of agents will just like screenshot, you know, like what their client says. I'm like, oh gosh, I probably would have taken that line out. Oh you know? my God, Heather, <laughs> does that not that sound like so many people we know? Mm-hmm. A little bit of a screenshot mm-hmm. sending. No, don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't send mm-hmm. me the screenshot. Maybe yeah. just send me the Reader's Digest version. Could you sum it of, up? Yeah. Like here's the high points how do we get past these yes yeah yeah. absolutely let's do a little yeah let's summarize so thank you guys for going into that because again i for how many podcasts there are out there talking about real estate and whatever it's like okay i i don't really care what you all have to say i just need to know what differentiates the good from the bad that's where i go heather you're on well no i I really (laughs) want to say one more thing which i think y'all are both really good at is very solution oriented and resources. I mean, that's something that I think has helped me a little bit. And maybe it's because I've gone through 87 bad plumbers, 120 (laughs) bad electricians, you know, 87,000 bad lenders is becoming like a trusted resource, I think is really invaluable in this market with so much information being flown at you as a new buyer, for example, y'all are really great at it too, is like, who do, you know, building that trust with them so that it's very, like, how do you even pick out who puts your blinds in on right. day one? Like right. being that agent that's like, oh, I've got you covered. I, Call this person. I am in a deal like that right now where I can't, I, there's actually so much I can't do to fix a particular problem. Um, <laughs> AC, mm-hmm. it's freaking summer in Texas. But I am literally showing them that I'm doing everything I can to try. And every time we hit a stopping point, I, I do not call them back until I have a plan for like the next thing yeah. of action. Because if it were me to this point, all I would want to know is that someone was advocating for me and trying and just doing their best to get me to that next step, even when we just keep hitting roadblocks. Yeah. So it's like, it's just the right. same thing. It's like, yeah. what would I want my agent to do for me? Yeah. On the next note, mm-hmm. Heather came up with this really awesome segment that we are going to commit to, aren't we, Heather? We are. <laughs> I called it a series, unfortunately, which means that we have to commit to multiple, multiple episodes. episodes. Right. But I loved it. And I think it's yeah. so perfect for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Again, this weird market where we're all trying to find out where we belong and what's going on. For those of this that are new or have been in it for a while, Heather, why don't you tell the listener a little bit about what the series is and then we'll explain why, why Chris is here. Yeah. So I just, um, I feel like this year has been odd. It's been, um, you know, the past couple of years that I feel like it's just sink or swim. Like all, all you can do is just so much business. How can I, you know, um, and it's getting back to the basics and it's kind of preparing ourselves for the next year. And I think it's, it's always interested me agents that have found their niche or their thing and that how they have just, that's what they've done and they've been successful. Whereas, you know, if you're a personality like me, I may jump around all over the place and be like terrible at it all. But there are some agents that have found their thing and they have devoted their time to it. And they have, we have another great friend who always says, stay in your lane. You know, they've just focused on that for a good amount of time and it has brought them success and happiness, um, which is hard. (laughs) Um, So we are going to do, I'm committing to this series of just bringing a few agents on who specialize in um, different areas, I guess, or different ways to their business. And something that's impressed me about Krista is that she has lived in her neighborhood for a very long time. And from, I can say this because I know you pretty well, like from the beginning, you kind of realize, okay, what can I do? I love my neighborhood. I like learning. I love people. Like I'm just going to really dig into my neighborhood and become the expert. Oh, because when worked. we think of Ridgely Hills, who do we think of? Krista Holbert. 100%. Yeah. And that's how most people think as well. Yes. And so, but it's, it's fast. It's just fascinating because y'all make fun of me because I will go from Frisco to Waco to, you know, like. She can do it all. I don't know. I'm, yeah. My niche is Texas. Um, <laughs> um, but you really have found 
great success and not like a salesy way, but you really have, but also like, it's, I don't know. I, I'm you really, love what you're doing. It's really interesting to me. Like, so I would love, you're on here as kind of our, She's you know, kicking it off. You're Heather. kicking off our series, series <laughs> episode one and our final episode of our series, <laughs> find your niche. Um, become a neighborhood specialist. Yes. yes. So yeah, I think that's question number one. Like, was this a, like a conscious thought that you had, you're sitting there being like, what can I do? How do I get business? Or did it just kind of happen naturally or I don't know. No. How did you become the queen of Ridgely Hills? (laughs) Um, It was very intentional. Um, So I was selling all over, uh, like, you know, Keller, like all over, wherever. I mean, like most of us, wherever I got a lead, like wherever there was an opportunity. Yeah, Yeah. wherever there was an opportunity, I got in my car and I drove. Um, But I had some friends who um, decided to list their house with me in Ridgely Hills. And um, I... I was pregnant slash had a, a baby during that time. <laughs> Slower market. So yeah. <laughs> the house was on the market for a while. Oh God! Um, there was a time where you could get pregnant, have your baby, <laughs> and the home still be on the market. It could grow still, a human before, still for sale. Before that and house be normal. Was, and that was normal. And, and yeah, it was very normal. Very normal. So also very normal in that neighborhood. I would say at that time that Ridgely Hills was not a hot spot. Um, it was, it was mostly, you know, original owners, grandma's house. Um, they needed a lot of updating. Um, but there was this trend of people starting to move there, um, because nearby neighborhoods were so expensive. It just wasn't feasible for, you know, a young family to move into. And for the listener, especially if they're listening outside of Fort Worth, let alone Texas, Ridgely Hills is a beautiful area with lots, literally, literally lots of hills. And Mm -hmm. I would argue ranch style. That's what we call them up North. I know that's not what they call them down here, but it's like a Mm -hmm. lot of one story ranch style. style. And there are a lot of mid-century modern. Mm -hmm. There's actually, are there three lakes within the neighborhood? There's two lakes within the neighborhood. Um, Just kind of a very unique area that is still surrounded by everything. But I would actually argue one of the neighborhoods in town that has more inventory than some of the others. Would you, would you agree? Not, not that everything's for sale all the time, but literally the footprint of Ridgely Hills is a little bit bigger, let's say, than it's there's a lot Ridgely of homes. North. Like there's like a lot of fifteen hundred homes. Okay. Yes. That, that's so I'm yes. trying to paint the picture, but that is that is the area that you have absolutely garnered. I mean, I've tried. <laughs> You're killing it, sis. You're doing great. <laughs> well, it was intentional. So what made it intentional was I was like, gosh, it's so much easier to like go turn the lights on down the street than to drive to Keller and turn the lights on for the showing, right? So I think I realized it, just the proximity, I could do more for my clients. Like from a service standpoint, I was able to offer so much more. It was more efficient for my time. And so I I personally didn't have a ton of business, but what I decided to do is anybody in my office who had business in Ridgely Hills, I tried to partner with them. Nice. So if they had a listing, I'd be like, do you want me to hold it open for you on Sunday? And I would market that. I mean, like, absolutely. this was really even before like neighborhood pages and stuff like that. I would send out postcards. I'm holding this yeah. open yeah. <laughs> again a yeah. hundred years ago. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I passed out flyers to neighbors yes. one time. Like in- So I was very intentional in paying attention to who in my office had listings in Ridgely Hills and and just, you know, trying to get a buyer. Absolutely. Right? Or, or hold it open. And um, and then I worked closely with a couple of agents. And so anytime they had buyers that were looking, they would ask me like, hey, could you show this house? And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And so I think the benefit of doing that is I got really familiar with the inventory. Exactly. So then when I'm talking with people, I can be like, oh, I've been in that house. I can tell you. So I do think just even helping other agents sell their listings. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And and buyer properties, um, it actually helped give me knowledge. And who doesn't want to be the expert of an area. Like, at least for me, that has always been to your point about like, I've been in that house. Like I want people to know, or when I, when there is a certain area of town, I want my name to be the first one that 
you know, people yeah. think of, right? And, and that every time I have a buyer that's like, hey, we want to be in Ridgely Hills, you are the first person I text. I'm like, hey, let me know if you got anything, you yes, know, and, yeah. and you don't owe me that, but that you are the first person I think of. And I think that is the goal, right? right. To get right. to that point. So my question for you is, do you feel like finding this niche has helped you stay like excited and passionate about real estate? Because again, there's so many ebbs and flows in this industry. You've been in it for 14 years. Having that little area of being an expert, is has that helped you? Well, I think so. I think it's fun to work in your community. Yes. I love my neighborhood. I'm pretty passionate about it. We've, my husband and I have spent a lot of time just volunteering to try to make it a family-oriented, fun neighborhood. So yeah, it's fun to work with your neighbors. It's I love having an open house in Ridgely Hills. Yes. Mostly because I see all my friends. Totally. Like, people are so great about coming to my open houses. I've come to your open houses. Yeah. And, and I put, <laughs> so I like on social media, I'd be like, just come say hi. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you're going to buy the house. Yeah. I just want to see you and catch up. And so, I don't know, that to me has been really fun. And I think, you know, once you kind of start building that, it, it, it just keeps growing on its own. It does. Right? Like you it's have that, that snowball momentum. rolling down yeah. the hill. Yeah. You have that momentum. And so, you know, then like you, you're having this really fun party also known as an open house. Yes. Right? Yeah. Totally. And there's nothing worse than sitting in an open house by yourself for two hours. Oh, I remember. I mean, I would finish a book, you know, at the <laughs> open house, like start it and finish it because nobody came. Um, and th those are, those are truly the worst, which is another reason why I promote it so much on social media. Yes. And I tell my friends to come yes. because Please I mean, come. what is the longest two hours of your life sitting in a tailgate chair? Well, I'm afraid I'm going to be murdered it's right. the whole time. <laughs> it is the longest Sunday of your life. But it actually falls into a category of a larger strategy, which is, we talk about this all the time, to utilize your network. So yes, yes. to us, they're friends. We, yes, we're telling our friends and family to come to an open house, but your friends and family know people who know right. people who know people who know people. And at the end of the day, it's low hanging fruit. So right. that is also 100% part of your strategy, I would argue. It is. And I'm really not doing it to get buyers. I'm doing it to get other listings. Yes. Again, and the it, association. It has worked well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've been fortunate. Absolutely. Well, Have, and well, I was just going to say what I love about this because of this series is going to help agents, whether you're newer or old, is that what you did when you started this didn't take a, a lot of money it didn't take experience. You didn't have to be this, I've been the top selling agent. Really, I mean, you just, most of what you did was just grassroots and free. I mean, essentially you weren't paying hard work, hard work for sure. I'm not saying your time is not worth that, but um, if you are a new agent and maybe you love to go to this coffee shop in this one part of town or something, I don't know. It just kind of was, it's cool that you, I don't know, you kind of started here and have built this up over time just by working hard and, and and being intentional with what you're going to do. I, we, the neighborhood that we grew up in, there was one realtor and he was known. <laughs> like he, his name was Pete Martin, which I think is hilarious. Shout it's out. also like a grass. Pete Martin is like a type of moss. <laughs> Maybe his name oh. was Pete Moss. His name was Pete Moss. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Rewind. Sorry, cut, Pete. Edit. Sorry. His name is Pete Moss, which Shout is out. funny, which is an actual like type of moss. But he would do pasta with Pete every like... Uh, month. And, I love him. But neighbors went because yes. they saw each other. It yes. wasn't this salesy, like, come right, listen no. to my. Right. I mean, it was, and it's exactly like what you are, have built and what you're, what you're doing. You're not like this in your face thing, but people learn to trust you and, and, you know, you know, exactly all the ins and outs of Richie Hills. And like, I don't know, it's just fascinating to me. And it's authentic to yeah. you. Yeah. Like there's no way you don't love your neighborhood if you're living right. there. Right. So if you love your neighborhood and you're she in this She wants to move business, every day, but now she can't because no, she she's can't. made this an intentional strategy <laughs> for business. Not. She's like, I'm going to die in this house. <laughs> I, I do feel that way. I bet she knows what she could get for her house and that's hard. <laughs> I am always pricing it, but I am unwilling to pay the new prices. <laughs> totally. Story of our lives. Um, but truly, if you think about it, and that, that was some of the tips we've given on previous episodes, which is literally pour yourself into the things you're actually interested in because literally by way of association and being authentic to who you are, you will find clients. And that happens to be a thing with your neighborhood. Yes. I have a question for both of you. Now we're talking about niche and this is going to come up throughout all of these, all of these episodes, all Heather, of this, for this entire series, which is what are the pros and cons of having mm. that niche? Mm. Obviously, I think right off the bat, we could agree that the con might be that you've pigeonholed yourself into sure. something, right? Like an actress. Like, <laughs> yes. What if I'm only a comedian? 
comedian, right? right? But I think on the pro side, a realtor doesn't like anything more than walking outside of their door and walking to their open house or walking. Yes. Or like (laughs) literally driving two seconds down the street to handle this. So again, I, those are the pros and cons that come to my mind. Do you guys have anything you could see? Well, I think, so the biggest con, I mean, I am the Ridgely Hills realtor. Hashtag. Um, Trademark. Trademark. But I I would say 60%, 50 to 60% of my business is actually not in Ridgely Hills. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I believe that. But I heavily market Ridgely Hills and I think I've like intentionally branded myself that way. So I think people assume I only sell. Yes, there you are. Maybe other realtors only. But but honestly, you know, 50, 60% of my sales are are not in that area. Okay. So that's maybe a con. Yeah. Is that, you know, like, oh, we want to move to Walsh. I don't know, like, that I'm going to be their immediate thought unless they know someone who's worked with me. And then that person will be like, well, she can sell you a house anywhere. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it makes complete sense. I have thought about this often because my husband's constantly trying to get me, this is a whole nother podcast episode, but looking into actual ranch properties outside, like uh, Mm. Texas Hill Country and things, Mm -hmm. okay? And I bring that up because I want to know, both of you, if there were another niche, niche, however we want to say it, someone's going to call in and someone's going to tell us that we're wrong, whatever, is there another area that you, A, want to learn more about or, or kind of look back and be like, I wish I would have got into that? I mean, we are in Texas for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So we, we reach everything from like coastal to marine to ranch to oil and gas, you know, high rises. I don't know. But is there another area or, and you can say no. I just, I'm curious. So I, my, my initial interest in real estate was to flip houses. Okay, which is part of I, well, which I'm pointing is, at Heather, which but yes, I married someone very risk averse. <laughs> Welcome to my life, Krista. <laughs> so he's uh, he is not interested. Okay, in flipping houses also does not want to do any DIY. You know, I'm like, oh, let's just roll up our sleeves and yes, we can paint that room ourselves. Absolutely, and he's like no, not happening. Not interested. So that was your original intention, maybe. That was my. Yes. So that was my original interest is um, I love to improve things. Okay. Make the world a better place. Yes. And um, yeah, I love to go in a property and make it better. Which doesn't that, Heather, I'm looking at you, doesn't that reflect all of Krista's listings? And I feel like oh, has completely yeah. rubbed off on me. Like she yes. has taught me basically don't be afraid to walk in and say, no, we're going to change this for the showing or the open house or whatnot. And I do feel like all of your listings have that certain beautiful Uh look to them. Again, to a certain extent that we have control over, right? Sure. Not everybody's going to look She's like, the ones look bad. I didn't have control of them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge. You should have seen them before. (laughs) That's right. Right. That's exactly right. I know if you've, if it's yours, you've absolutely made an improvement to it, (laughs) but that is a, a special touch that you get to bring into it. Even if you're not getting to flip houses. Yeah. I mean, that's, probably where I get a lot of fulfillment. Right. You know, and also just knowing, okay, this is probably what you would have gotten for this house without yes. doing anything. Yeah. Yes. And this is what you get because we bought some lamps at Target. Exactly. And some new towels, you know. Right. right. And Heather's on the most wanted list for taking everything back to Home Goods or Marshall's after using I it am. to stage. But I, I will be making a trip to Target <laughs> later am. this week I to am. return some towels <laughs> that were just a decoration. Heather, was there another niche, niche, whatever Well, I don't know if like. this is, or, or I have really enjoyed the past few years helping people move here from other places. Okay. It's not, a, it's not like you can tout yourself as like the, I don't want to be a reload expert per sure, se, because sure. they take half your money. That's right. Um, but I have enjoyed the process of showing off our city and getting to know different neighborhoods. I love the, like, you know, getting to know this person, like, okay, what do you, what's important to you? What is important to you? What do you like to do in your town there? Yeah. How do I find that here in Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth? 
Um, it's just like very interesting. I don't know how I would make that my, you know, unless I get a big billboard in California. No, I like, love moving this. to Texas. Yeah. Like, oh, you, should, you should. Absolutely. I, thought of, I literally thought the about it in podcast 2020. podcast will sponsor it. It's fine. Good. We'll do it. We have so much yeah. money. But I do like that because it's thinking outside the box. I think when we're going to talk throughout the series of what's your niche, we're going to have, we have Krista who obviously has garnered a neighborhood. We're going to have on commercial real estate agents. We're going to have on a few other people. But like, what if it wasn't in that category? What if you made up your own category? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I don't know. I've enjoyed it. And yeah. I just had a closing where kind of this, I helped my friends move from out of state and they referred their friends moving from out of state. And yeah. they were like, oh, you've got to talk to Heather. Like she's the reason we're in the house in the area we are. Like we knew nothing. That's right. And I think it's super fun. Like yes. that. But Again, it's being an expert though, it's like right? the opposite of what Krista does. <laughs> like she's like, this is the, you know, I'm like, uh, good. moving from out of let's country? Let's not compete, yeah. shall we? No. Okay, yeah. let's not do that. No. This is not economical, but it is a little, it's just such a soft spot in my heart. And I am not, a, I would actually argue I am not like a soft-hearted person. That you sounds are, so you bad. Are. I, I don't agree with that. I, first time homebuyers, I oh, mean, yeah. I adore them. I love them so much. I It is, it is a lot of work and there's so much hand-holding, but the fulfillment around mm. it is kind of unreal real. And let's be honest, in two years, they're ready to sell and like buy something else, even though we've like tried to really make this a long-term yes. home for them. But economic, I'm saying economically, it doesn't really make sense for my career because price points aren't maybe always where, mm -hmm. you know, they could yeah. be for some other types of clients, but I'm going to think about it. I also got to learn more about ranches so I can make sure, make my husband stop asking me questions. I want you to teach me about ranches. So we are having a farm ranch yes. segment. Oh, I can't wait here. to listen. Yes. Yes. Perfect. I'm going to ask Because it is something I know zero about. Yeah. Don't you think we should learn about this, guys? I do. Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Because okay. uh, there's a lot to it. And uh, the questions are uh, Dead Sea oh. Scroll. I also think you should have a lake expert on. Yeah. I, I waterfront. Also, yeah. Waterfront property expert. Making notes. Literally, Heather's writing that down. I would, I would also like to listen I sold to that. a lake property. That makes me an expert, right? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, um, you've done it. It is so valid though. All of these CE credits that we have to do that mm -hmm. have like any type of lakefront and or, I know marine is different, but you know, th this is, this Water's is valid. Water's a big deal. It is. The, oh, and water. And the rights to water. The, the, right, the water yeah. rights, the water levels, water, water's a hot topic. Absolutely. Krista. Well, oh, I have one more question for her because she also Heather. has a great story. I mean, we're going to have, this is going to no, be like a two it's hour. It's going to be a two hour, but people love um, her, so they don't care. I'm really curious because our kids are about the same age. Like what do your kids think about your career and your job? Excellent question. Oh man. How old are they, by the way? So I have a 12 year old daughter, mm -hmm. a tween. She's a tween. Um, also loves Sephora. Mm -hmm. um, they're into body armor uh, sports drinks. We've moved yes. on from prime okay. and we're into body armor. I'm just taking notes. Um, and, and, but she also likes talkies. I was dying as you were saying that in the intro, but, but our girls are similar ages. Yeah. So a 12 year old daughter. And then, um, my son will be nine in like two weeks. And what do they think you do? And what do they think of it? Uh, they say that I'm a real estater. <laughs> <laughs> so many letters. Oh um, my God. So it's better than us saying realtor wrong. Oh I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Trust me. Let's no just start calling ourselves real estate. Yes. No I'm one can that, pronounce it. I'm so putting it on a koozie. Real estate. <laughs> um, they are not, they do not think it's glamorous okay. or that exciting, okay. but, but um, my daughter wants to be an interior designer, decorator. I don't know what the proper term is. Sure. Um, so she is interested in looking at houses if they're, if they're if pretty. They're pretty. <laughs> and then mom makes them pretty and then she really loves them. So she prefers them after I've, Absolutely. I've staged, staged them. Um, but, but then they also, I, I tend to use a lot of my personal items Same. when staging. Mm -hmm. So there's yep. also this irritation of where, mm -hmm. where's our stuff? And I'm like, oh, We'll get in in a couple of weeks. My husband sat down on yep. the couch this week and was like, where are our pillows and what happened to the bookshelves? Yep. And literally, if you look at my most recent <laughs> listing, it's every single item from my own home. It was down the street. I just I showed one of my that? listings like that. Rug is cute. Oh, that's my rug. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I forgot back. it was my rug sitting in there. Full service brokerage here, guys. Should get that back. Full service. Um, so they, you know... It can be. They just tolerate it. It can be taxing yeah. when I'm when I'm gone a lot, or if they have to come with me. But like you know, my son was really sweet yesterday. He came with me to show a house extremely last minute. It was like multiple offers due that night, so we're yeah. scrambling. And he entertained their daughter. 
Aww. the whole time. Like he played hide and seek with oh her. Oh my God. So that we Built could babysitter. Like, I know. And so I was like, you are getting a special treat yes. when we leave so here. Talkies oh. in prime the, all around. What what kind of the amount of things I offer my like? kids when I show? I'm like, listen, you get a cut to twenty percent of whatever this house sells for. If it sells, if it doesn't, you're gonna see what's gonna happen. <laughs> Talkies in prime only. Yeah. <laughs> well, Heather, what do your kids think about what you do? Um, they just like annoyed by it, right? Like, um, you know, nobody wants to be a real real estater. <laughs> Um, but what's really funny, and this is so long, y'all have to cut it. What's, my son is really into taxes and excuse me. Yeah. He thinks that like taxes are the most expensive. Like he'll be like, <laughs> for example, we'll show a house and he's like, how much is it? And I'm like 300,000. He's like, how much are the taxes? <laughs> the ta- but the tax, everything we buy, we'll go to McDonald's and he's like, whoa, the tax, the taxes on that are so high. Like, and I, like property taxes, I have to explain to him, I'm like, well, and yesterday he was like, what if somebody gave you their house, but then you had the taxes? <laughs> and I was like, well, bud, that'd be a really great thing. I mean, like the taxes are going to be probably $10,000 and you get a house for free. And he's like, what about the electric bills? Oh my God. He'll run the water for like a second. Like, how much was that? You're kidding. I don't know why he's into this. The awareness of this child. Yes. Is he raising a very fiscally responsible child? Oh, but he asked for eighty dollars in Robux. Robux? <laughs> I don't, you're looking at the okay, wrong person. It's like a know. yeah, it's like money on computers. I heard Kim Kardashian he asked, talk about it. He, I don't know. He has wasted one billion dollars <laughs> on these Robux things you can get. But, but by God, tax. is he going to waste one ounce of electricity or oh. water? No. And, and God taxes. help us for those taxes. taxes. He's obsessed with taxes right now. Oh my God. That's I'm awesome. Dying. I, I don't think my kids, it's like not even in the stratosphere well, for them. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I have like no blank. comment. So Krista, here's the thing. And Heather, we can cut this out. We can talk about it, whatever. Krista has another story yeah, for she us. Does. We I can know. also save this content and put it on for Instagram, or we can have her tell it here or whatever we want to do. But what do you think? I'm going to let Heather decide in this moment. Just tell it. Okay. Okay. If you have time. I have time. You have, you got a busy work. I do have a showing. A busy but, work period. Um, but yes. So quickly, um, I, I got my first million dollar listing. Very, very exciting, but a little bit of an odd dynamic. You could tell like the, the sellers, there was just some odd dynamics happening. The, the this entire, was early on in your career. Early in my career. Um, Yes. Like so you looked past all the weird, and you're like, okay. It didn't matter. It didn't right? matter. As we all do. Yeah. Right. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I can handle this. And so I won't go into all the details of, yeah. of, of all of the bizarreness, but um, they stuck in my mind and like the name, like their names stuck in my mind. They ended up moving out of state and I- And you sold the property for them. I sold the property, but I mean, you know, there was just some really like, at one point I was kicking the audio visual guy out of, out of the house because- the seller had changed their mind that the buyer could not inspect the equipment. And I'm like on the phone going, I'm yes, I'm kicking him out as soon as I get off the phone. Meanwhile, I'm like looking at the audiovisual guy, like you have got to hurry yes. up and get this equipment yes. inspected because the buyer's not going to move forward. Yeah. If, if this media room doesn't, doesn't function. Work. So weird vibes and weird antics the weird whole time. Weird vibes the okay. whole time, but we, we get to the closing table and I'm like, yes, this is amazing. So I look her up like maybe, I don't know, two, two years later, you guys. Oh God. It, it was a murder <gasps> suicide. Oh, like huge, uh, huge like, write up in the, in the newspaper, wherever they moved to, wherever they moved to. Oh my God. And I was like, no way, no way. There's not, it can't be the same people. So like, you know, I did like some like stalking internet stalking as we do and I was like it is 100% (gasps) the same people like I recognized names and kids names and all the things yes so this is a first Heather husband and you could tell there was tension in the marriage like nobody was happy about being moved out of state (sighs) like you could just like it was very like there was a lot of tension and and yes so husband kills wife. Oh my God. Kills himself. Yes. Oh <gasps> my God. There's a first for everything. I, I know. I would, that would stick with me forever. Forever. And this is the shows you watch, Heather. This is. is like right up your alley, except for real life. And, and so it just goes to show, <laughs> trust your gut, gut instincts on Truly. people. Like if it feels super weird, yes. you know, like, and 
thank goodness. Yes. Like nothing, nothing like happened. that happened during the listing. And <gasps> it does confirm to all the listeners out there that we do Google you after you we sell your if house. You're weird enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you know, but it was just one of those like they just couldn't get it. There was just yeah. something like, that stuck with it. That is right? weird. Like Where you would think like, to look them up. That was extra bizarre. Like I mean people are quirky, right? You can yeah, handle quirky, but that one was like next level. That's like too close to home. No, that's oh. real close to home. That is a Dateline episode. I am shocked they didn't call you to do the interview oh on Dateline gosh. where you said, I knew something was up. Yeah. That is I, wild. I couldn't have told you that But in like the happen. dark voice, it's not yours. <laughs> oh, I knew something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Witness protection, Krista. Yes, of yes. course, like being fourteen Ending years old. on a positive note. Well, yeah. I was. I was so get, get into real estate, guys. <laughs> Find your niche. The best career. Niche. I was going to say, being fourteen years in this industry, you had to have a story that we had not heard before. So I actually was really thrilled that you've brought it, <laughs> and now I can tease the whole thing with like, just wait till the end, and then we've got this story from Krista. We'll save it for October. <laughs> Oh, spooky yes, season. Spooky. Spooky. Krista. I'm so proud. I just want to say really quickly, I am so proud of y'all. Y'all are like pioneers. Nobody oh. nobody in our area has done something like this. Or if they did, I didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all of the, no all one's the other done podcasts. It. No one's done it. No Sorry if it. you've had a long time real estate podcast and I didn't know. <laughs> um, but I just, I love this. And you guys are so fun. You're my favorite people. Thank and you. I love listening to the podcast. And you're so professional. Like, oh. This Look at setup us. and Kaylin's like radio voice. Oh, forget and, it. And, oh. and Heather's waiting always for mine funny. to perform. <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting. If Heather has to hear one more thing about my voice, she's quitting the podcast. <laughs> People anyway. are just like, you're the funny one. <laughs> but what would you rather horrible. be? The, the boring voice. one? Or, yeah, no, <laughs> be the funny one. <laughs> Krista, you're so kind. You, you are, are seriously so the best. Again, we were fighting over who was going to read your bio and yeah. again, who's a better friend with you. And you know what? We still haven't you're settled both, it and it's fine. You're both, you're both my best friends. It's completely yeah. fine. That's right. It's exactly right. We absolutely adore you. Please keep doing all the amazing work that you're doing. If anyone is out there looking in Ridgely Hills, you know what? Call, or call Krista or anywhere. anywhere. We always say, call us. You know what? Forget it. Call Krista because she's doing a fantastic <laughs> yeah. job and we would hire her if we weren't in this industry. We yeah. should just become a dream team. That's yeah. What, hell we yeah. Have, we've been, we've been telling people, listen, yes, hire us and you can get all three of us. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's no, this is the greatest knowledge of Fort Worth real yeah. estate sitting yeah. right here in this room. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for everything that you're doing. And we are, thank you for helping us kick off this series too. Yes which is a big deal, right, Heather? It's a big, and I'm going to follow through with what I've started. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, Heather. Well then I will see you next week. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Always be closing. Hello. I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.